Have you ever returned home from an amazing vacation or extended trip so fully alive, only to be hit with the post-traveler blues? Guess what? Reality doesn't have to bite. The Traveler's Heart wants to inspire travelers and encourage armchair travelers to see everyday life as a travel experience. We all have a traveler living inside us whose sole purpose is to help us escape what we know so we can see and experience life from a new perspective. We are excited to explore conversations about why we travel, how we travel, and the benefits of mindful, purposeful travel. Additionally, we will dive deep into how our passions, cultural preferences, biases, beliefs, life's events, life stages, and even astrology all impact our travel choices. I am your host, Julia Zolfo, and this is the Traveler's Heart Podcast. Hi, I am Julia Zolfo, your host, and this is the Traveler's Heart Podcast. I am so excited to be here. The Traveler's Heart Podcast is new, and not only is it new, but this is the very first episode. So thank you all for tuning in. Again, I am Julie, and on this journey with me, there is no other person in the world that I would want to kick off the Traveler's Heart podcast with than Dennis Hickey. Dennis, hello. Thank you for calling in from Poland. How is everything going over there in Poland? Uh, It's pretty good, Julie. Um, Winter's coming in. And summer's going out, and of course, we've got a war on the border. Yes, yes. Well, uh, yeah, well, I w- maybe we can dive in a little bit about that later on the podcast, but I want to let this audience know who you are and why I think you are the most important person in my life for kicking off the Traveler's Heart podcast. So I'm just going to read a little bit about who Dennis is in the business world, and then I'm going to share a little bit more about Dennis that I know personally. So Dennis is a businessman. You know, um, He actually was on the leading edge of five technology companies in the Silicon Valley. He was a family man who's enjoyed now two relationships lasting over 25 years. And I find this interesting. He's raised two families of different generations. I love we talk about that, Dennis. Dennis, um, he is a traveler, and we're going to get to talk about that. He is a writer. He is an author. He is an incredible storyteller. And on top of all that, what I get to share about Dennis Hickey is two special things. One, Dennis has been in my life personally, I got to say almost my entire life. How? Because Dennis is a BFF of my dad and they have been working together for, when did you start working together with my dad? I guess around 1970. Yeah. So well, <laughs> it's a <yeah>. long time. <laughs> I was born in 68. So pretty you're, much <laughs> right, my entire life. So yeah. I've had the joy of knowing Dennis and his family. Interesting. Um, I was raised on the East Coast. Dennis and family were living out in California, and they were those California people. But I had the joy in my 20s to move out to the Bay Area. And I moved out to the Bay Area in 1993. And when I moved there, Dennis, your family opened up their arms and got me settled into the Bay Area. The interesting thing was you weren't there. (laughs) <laughs> so when I walked into your house over in Arenda, 
right? Um, Kathy, your wife then, and your two daughters, they had maps of the world. And they were showing me at the time where you were traveling. And I found that so fascinating. So the reason why I wanted you to be here today, because there would be no traveler's heart, there would be no coaching concept, right? There would be nothing of that passion if it wasn't for you taking that leap of faith all those years ago, right? And starting to travel. And so I'm just so honored for you to be here. Um, do you remember? So you were got like, when did you actually start to leave for your travels? Uh, well, first of all, you're very sweet, Julie. <laughs> um, I would let's see, when did I start? It was, um, I think it was March of 90, yeah, March of 93. Right, because I moved out there in September, so you had just begun your travels. Yeah, and I remember it because it was a coup in Russia about the time I was there, or an wow. attempted coup with Yeltsin. Wow. Well, you know, you know, in thinking about you being here and thinking where we are today in 2022, I kind of wrote down this thought that I wanted to kind of just discuss with you, Dennis. So I'm thinking it's 2022 today, right? And nowadays being a digital nomad and traveling the world for people between the ages of 23 and 38 kind of seem to have gone a little mainstream thanks to social media and just more access to the world. The beautiful thing about you is that before you were traveling, you were an extremely successful executive running five businesses right down in, in the Silicon Valley. You were married. You were you had children. You were a happy family man. But something in you said, it's time to travel. And so I'm curious, what was it that was kind of showing up for you? Because you were, and you were older, right? You were, when you started, you were over in your 50s, right? When you started to travel. 48. 48. I, was, I just turned, just before I turned 48. Right. And so I think this is such a great inspiration because there's people out there who are listening that may believe that, oh, it's too late. That I, I missed the, you know, I missed that period where I can go out and explore and, and have this travel experience. So what I love for you to share is just kind of share at someone at 48. What was it that said, okay, this was my life and now I want to try something different? How can you share that story and maybe give some hope to other people who haven't done that? And what I want to say too, before you say anything, this was pre-cell phone, this was pre-internet, right? So you are this like this pioneer of going out there doing this um, in a different way that people are doing it today. Yeah, and I, I've often thought about whether I would take a phone with me, and and um, and I think I was sort of leading to not taking the phone. It's more risky, but um, uh, you know the focus is different, but. I did it because I had a dream when I was about 20. I think I probably finalized. It was sort of, it was a vision, really. And it was 13 words, 14 words, something that I could always remember. And it was that I would have a great family and enough money so that nobody could pull my strings. Mm. And um, I had a great family. And then the money came. And it was always the last part that I, I really couldn't sort of understand what was what was the no strings part of it. And I, I and it was basically freedom, mm. because when you get out and travel, it's nice to have a little money in the bank. 
And um, but getting out and traveling, I mean, it's about as free as you can you can get. I I, I only had to worry about you know what I was going to eat, where I was going to stay, and how I was going to relieve myself afterwards. Right. And that was it. You know, um, you know, I I don't do I didn't do a lot of of scheduling. I had I had the general idea of where I wanted to go. And, and what, how did you even come up with the plan of where you wanted to go? Like, I think there's listeners here saying he didn't have the internet. He didn't have his phone. Like, how did you know where to start? Like, where did you land first? Well, I had a germ, a young German friend who stayed with us for a couple of years while I was going to Berkeley. And he, he, when he went back to Germany, he took this trip across Russia. Of course, he spoke Russian too, which helped. And he was going to, you know, he was going to sign us up, went across Russia, got on a boat that went north for about 1,500 miles up to the Arctic Circle. So I planned it based on him being with me to go through Russia. So if you, you know, if you're going to the Arctic Circle, it really determines the trip because you have to get there in the summertime you know, when things have thawed out before they start getting cold again. And uh, so that led me to to schedule the rest of my trip, which started in Africa and went through the Middle East and Europe and eventually got me got me to Russia. And then on the way back, I I picked up the second half of my around the world trip, which they had at the time, and then went through India and, and Asia and so forth. But it was all be because I needed to be in Russia in the middle of the summer. Right. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is sometimes you just pick an event or a time to go. I remember when I was you know, thinking about it and I had the benefit of learning from you and you had traveled with my dad to Borneo and then your daughters had went out and traveled. So I had more travelers to speak to. But the advice I got, um, it was January here in the U.S., so it was winter time. So what better place to start than was over in Southeast Asia and that part of the world because it was summer. And so my mindset was I traveled a year, just keep going east. And I followed summer, you know, <laughs> for 10 months. And it was fabulous. <laughs> well, actually, I did the same. I mean, it, it's it's the weather, really. I guess that's what you're saying. And I and putting it together was the weather, right? I had to get to Russia at a certain time, but to get there, I went through warm weather there and then warm weather on the, the way back. And one thing, um, I know you were curious about this, how I prepared for it, but I had a traumatic event in my life. And I think it came just about the time I was 48. Okay. And uh, my, my grandmother always used to say, Dennis, 50 can be the beginning of a new life rather than the beginning of decline. So that statement always stuck around with me and I was getting near 50. And um, the traumatic event was I was giving a presentation to a bunch of bankers and, and company presidents and I'd been thinking about 50. And a trip, I'd been saving for a trip for years with a friend to make sure I did it. We, every month we'd put some money in the bank for this round the world trip. And um, in the middle of the presentation, I just went blank, just blank. I mean, I had no idea what the next word was. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what am I going to say? And then afterwards, why? 
And I think it was, you know, my time had come. So, um, you know, I wrapped up part of the business. I had a partnership. And then I took a month in Esalen to uh, basically learn how to be a traveler. I worked in the kitchen. Can you you share with people who may not know what Esalen is? uh, What is that place? Well, Esalen's sort of um, a center in California on a beautiful piece of property that's about a mile long. And it's sort of the center of psychology and philosophy. And they have all things. They have all sorts of training sessions for people that have a crisis in their life or, or, you know, are ready for some change in their life. And um, and I had been there a couple of times before. I always liked that one. But this time I spent a month there just letting all my business energy seep out and have this time energy seep in. And I think that did a lot to actually prepare me mentally for my trip, because when I left, I was really mellow. And I just got more mellow as I traveled. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as you talk. So first of all, I love your grandmother's statement. Of, you know, either it's the beginning of a new life or the beginning of decline. That's something I think needs to be, you know, on a banner, on a postcard, you know, a birthday card. That's very, very powerful. So if she shared that with you, over and over again, I can appreciate while like in your presentation, it finally finally hit you, right? Um, but another thing you said was about freedom. But my grandmother was a very powerful person. Oh. Uh, I I loved her. We we started playing cards when I was about eight, and it was uh, it was a canasta. I don't even know how to play it now, but I mean it was pretty doggy dog canasta. <laughs> she sounds and, very um, sassy. So she always had these comments, and she lived to be ninety nine. She ran a business until she was ninety four. So and and that feeds right into you know part of this podcast, Dennis. You know. We, I, I want to bring on travelers like you and travel experts to really inspire the traveler to go beyond even what they've done. And that armchair traveler who kind of thinks they want to travel and they read about travel, maybe start to consider actually planning a trip. But it isn't just about travel, as you and I know, because travel is a mindset. It's an attitude, right? It actually can be a way of living. And that really is part of this podcast is to remind people, whether you're on the road, right, or you're you know, settled back home as you are now, there's still that traveler inside you and really making sure that you're feeding your traveler heart and taking all those wisdoms that you learned from the road, right? And don't let your heart kind of flatline when you come home. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Um, yes, definitely. Well, you know, coming home is a busy world. Mm-hmm. where there's not an awful lot of time for most people. And traveling is just the opposite. You know, like um, half of my life was making money. And the other half of, let's see, my, or not exactly half, but let's say at least 10 years of my adult life was making time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what the traveler has, time. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, Yeah, this is such great wisdom, Dennis. And what I love to do is invite you back for another episode and really dive deeper into some of the travels that you have. Would that be something you'd like to do? Oh, terrific. I love that. Awesome. So um, where can people, if people want to talk to you or reach out to you and and ask you some questions, what's a great way for people to get in touch with you? And and you actually wrote a book um, about your travels. 
Yeah, I did. I wrote two books about my travels, which I just happened to have in front of me. Love it. <laughs> so this one is breaking free. So that's the story of how I left in the first six months, after which I considered myself a fully fledged traveler. And the second book, appropriately, is The Traveler. Okay. Can you see that? Yeah. Yep. And are both books available on Amazon? Both are available on Amazon and they're on Apple. Oh, great. As well, Apple Books. So, absolutely. Um, as to getting in touch with me, I have a uh, website, Breaking Free the Books and then hyphen.com. Excellent. Okay. I'll make sure that I can put that in the, the notes of um, the episode as well. Because I think, Dennis, again, there wouldn't be the way of the traveler's heart if you didn't go out there. And, and one of the things I heard about as we close up, you mentioned the word freedom. And love to get your thoughts on this concept. What I realized that, you know, we use the word freedom, but I often used it as free from. I want to be free from stress, free from, you know, heartache, free from pain, free from like all the stuff. And when I started to travel, the shift was I'm free to. I'm free to move. I'm free to make different choices. And switching from a free from to a free to is something that I not only used in my travels, but now when I'm home, I remind myself of the, I get, you know, I'm free to make these choices, not almost just like to free from something that I'm a prisoner to. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, when you think of, when you think of freedom and, and this, I'm not a religious person, but the two people that came to mind while I was traveling was Buddha and Christ. And they had an interesting philosophy, which was basically, if you give away everything you've got, and you know you you have a lot of you have freedom by doing that because you're on the one hand you may not get the enjoyment from all those things but you you also don't have uh, the stress that it takes to have a lot and keep it and I think those two people for me were examples of people that were happy in life that had nothing. Mm. And now I I like to travel that way except that I like to have money in the bank. It's, you can really uh, be treated travel and lose the stress if you've got a little bit in the bank that you know that you can come back and, and something is there to start with. But definitely there's a, there's a lot of freedoms in a lot of ways. Like when I first traveled, I was in Africa and I would say after about three weeks, all of the really heavy stress that I've felt for many years in my shoulders where your muscles get hard. Yes. They were all, um, this is all gone. I mean, I may weighed a little bit less because I ate differently, but my body was really relaxed and all the aches and pains and things that I had generally living in a more stressful society were gone. Wow. Wow. This, this is just such a fabulous conversation. And again, Dennis, thank you so much for being my first guest. Again, this wouldn't even be possible. My life is forever changed for the better um, for travel and from being introduced to it by you and your family. And so I hope through this podcast and the Traveler's Heart podcast as we continue that we will inspire, you know, a new generation of all different ages, right, to have that freedom too, that freedom to really go explore. And it, you're not locked in an age that when you feel that calling, 
right? When you feel that nudge, I really, I honor you for honoring that, for taking the steps and um, we are all better for it. So Dennis, I look forward to having you back, but thank you everybody. Thank you listeners. And we will have Dennis return soon. And I am Julie Zolfo and this is the Traveler's Heart Podcast. Thank you everyone. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for venturing with me through the Traveler's Heart Podcast. I appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe to the Traveler's Heart Podcast and leave a heartfelt review. Remember, it's always more fun to travel with friends, so invite them to subscribe too. I want to invite you to my website, juliesalfo.com, to receive a free gift called the ABCs of Living Ridiculously Fulfilled. There, you will also find the link to my Amazon best-selling book, The Way of the Traveler's Heart.